It's like mixing. It is. It's like a mixing board. It's We're getting so board. excited. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Hello, everyone. What's up, Louda? How are you doing, Jeff? I be doing good. That is excellent. What are we doing today? We are back at it again. Queen's Best, the podcast. Gotta love it. Hello, everybody who's listening from faraway lands and local. We are very, very excited that you're listening. And you should keep listening by downloading this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. We're also on Instagram, Queen's Best the Podcast. We're the podcast. <laughs> Queen's Best and at www.queenschamber.org. With some really great images on our Instagram. So if it's you have It's really good. It's amazing yeah. that our What did we call Rona? What was that name of the week? Our creative, creative director? director. Creative director. That's right. Rona has been like done some really amazing things with their Instagram. Yes. So you owe it to yourselves to go to our Instagram and check that out and see what's there. We have a great episode for you today. It is someone who's really been an amazing member of the women entrepreneur community in yes. Queens. Mom's Kitchen. It's Tress. Tress Walker. It's her, the and CEO she is looking of, really good today. So everybody's got to tune into the Instagram to see the do. outfits. They do, because <laughs> ironic, she and I matched on colors, and yeah. it just kind of panned out and happened that way. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed, Jeff, but over in the corner, there was a tower of brownie bites. <sighs> so that's just a little teaser feeling, of what's to come. <laughs> feeling sugar again. Speaking of sugar... Who did we talk to last? What was oh, the last time? What an incredible episode and such a fun time we had at the Jamaica Coliseum Mall. That place is still going, so go visit. There's all kinds of stuff going on in there, and we got to visit Dolores Moody. Yes, major sugar rush. I literally did not eat anything the rest of the night after that. She gave us a taste of everything, oh, and wow. we had, like, sugar giggles and stuff. I think you got a little little <laughs> revved up on the rum <laughs> <laughs> a little tipsy on that black cake. I'm Woo! like, it's all yours. Yeah. <laughs> Got lost for a minute, but I found myself. <laughs> but you dialed it back <laughs> in. Right. Always, always a professional, Jeff. Always a professional. <laughs> so you got to tune in and listen to that episode. What have you eaten lately? Well, apparently a whole lot of sweets. I can't get away from them. Um, What's up with that? It's funny, too, because I don't have a sweet tooth, but it's just, it's so inviting to taste this single batch stuff that all of our entrepreneurs in Queens make. So I've had more rum cakes recently because my husband decided to order a bunch for his office because oh. those are amazing. Um, I don't know what else, what have you what have you been eating? So I had this I had a craving for chopped cheese oh. sandwich. Good. So I went to the corner bodega. I was trying to think, where am I going to get one from? I know of a place to get it, but it was too far, and I didn't want to walk that far, and then want to take a bus to it. So the corner bodega, like literally at the corner from where I live, mm. I said, do you do chopped cheese? And guy's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, doesn't? my gosh. It was the best chopped cheese sandwich I've had. Did they do something special? The bun was, like, really greasy and soaked, and it was, like, this messy delicious i posted it on my facebook uh, it was fire yeah do you so have a favorite sandwich i really don't chopped cheese is actually thanks to cardi b and 
her introducing <laughs> it to David Letterman when he interviewed her on his She's Netflix such show. an influencer. But, uh, and she influenced <laughs> me because I was clueless on chopped cheese until, like, I saw that interview on Netflix. And it's a New York thing. It is a New York thing. It's That's not right. something you can get in Missouri or in New Mexico. I don't think you can. Can you get it at that gas station where you get your tacos? No, you have to get the um, chopped cheese burrito with green chili on it. What's the chopped cheese? Have you had that? <laughs> I'm making it up. But that's what they would make you, I think, if you asked for, you know, a ground beef burrito with green chili. And you chop so it all New Mexico. up. That does sound inviting. Yeah. Chopped cheese. If you Have you had a chopped cheese? Oh, yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. They're just so really simple. Good. I, know. I know. It's just a different way to eat a hamburger. It's better. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we want to know what our listeners are eating. That's right. And what they're doing. And, and what do we encourage them to do? How, how can they get in touch with us they if they want to, Jeff? They can slide right into our DMs. That's right. And or let jump us in. know. Jump in. Dive in. <laughs> slide however in. However you get into the DMs. But message us on Instagram and let us know what you're eating. And we can share it on an upcoming episode. Just We love that. That's right. We want to hear from them. You mentioned sweet tooth. Do you have a sweet tooth? I do not. I do not normally have a sweet tooth, but these, this, the small, the like individually made stuff, really, I can eat that. I can get down with that. Is there a favorite sweet? I don't know if I've asked you if there's, if there's a favorite sweet that you. Mm, well, you and I differ on cheesecake for one. Yeah. So I have the opposite feeling about that. I guess you know one of the things that I've been craving that I haven't been able to find in New York is apple fritter. Ooh. That's a real big New Mexico thing that I haven't really? had in years. And kind of came to mind the other day. Are they popular in New yeah, Mexico? Yeah, um, and out in the West, too. Like the homemade ones, not the... Oh, anywhere. Really? Yeah. Do you make apple fritters? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't usually. I don't usually make very much sweet stuff. I'm a savory chef for sure. Uh. And I'm not great at baking. Once you have to get real specific with your measurements, it tends to lose oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not great at that. I haven't. I've never tasted your food. Did you have my mashed potatoes at the Thanksgiving? Oh party? gosh, you know what I, I did. I brought the dumbest thing. Like, <laughs> it wasn't even exciting. But it was like but really it, we simple. Needed, it needed to be part of Thanksgiving. It did. I mean, next you year I'm going to do something crazy. Okay, something crazy for yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. next year. Yeah, like stuffed artichokes or something. <laughs> Get crazy! I can't wait for that. So coming <laughs> coming up in our next segment. We are going to introduce to you and have a Wonderful conversation woman. with Tress That's from right. Mom's Kitchen. And I think Sugar Rush is probably going to hit us again. I think so. I've, I would not be surprised. But Brownie we. Tower. There you go. <laughs> Smile. Please freeze on the mic. <laughs> Here we are. 
Yay. Yay. This is so exciting. This and is colorful. Exciting. It's exciting and colorful. The nervous energy and <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh, no nerves. We're just, it's all good. It's excitement. Oh, it is exciting. Lauda, who are we sitting across uh, from? We are sitting across from the amazing Tress Walker of Mom's Kitchen, NYC. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We are so thrilled to be here. My mom is here and my best friend is here, but I'm doing all the speaking. Nice. I'm going to be the front person today. The front person. (laughs) How's it feel to be the front person? Nerve-wracking sometimes, but as you mentioned, I'm Tress Walker, one of the founder and a baker at Mom's Kitchens NYC. We're located in St. Albans, Queens. And we've been around since 2016 officially. Mm. But we have been doing this for quite a few years. My grandmother started baking back in Barbados. And I started baking with her. And we moved to Trinidad and Tobago. And I started baking there. And ever since I've been baking, whether I'm working full time or whatever I do, I always come back to baking. It's wow. been like a passion of mine. As soon as my mom taught me what she knew, she stopped baking all became me. Wow. I, I took the mantle. Like it's all yours now. You took it. It's all mine took now. The torch. She no longer bakes at all. At what age did you start baking? I officially started baking when I was 11 years old. Mm. When I took on my first recipes, created my first recipes, I was in Trinidad. I was great at sponge cake. You know? Oh, okay. Put the colors into it also, make it green and yellow and red. And all the neighborhood kids loved it because I was the baker then. It was great. It was a lot of fun and totally enjoyed it. Mm. My brother loved it. My little brother loved it. It was one of his treats. Wow. Is there is there a favorite item that you when you were younger, is there something favorite that you your favorite that you My grandmother made the best coconut raisin bread. Bajan style with plump raisins, grated coconut. You actually cracked the coconut and you grated it at the same time. Oh so fresh. And you put it in, it was the best. That's incredible. Okay. So my my grandmother gave the recipe to my mom and my mom passed it on to me. I've made a little bit of tweaking, just a bit of tweaking because we wanted to take it commercial, Mm. but we kept all of the basics involved, which is fresh grated coconut, plump raisins, everything is made from scratch, and everything is prepared a day before the event, so everything is always fresh. You open the box, and that cinnamon and flavors freshness all the, the scent wafts right out yes, that's yes. what you guys were doing when i walked in today yes, we were <laughs> was fanning, fanning the box to get all the smells oh that's great. incredible so is that a recipe that you brought into your professional career when you went pro correct that was one of the first recipes we did we actually started with tamarind balls i love tamarind balls and if you've noticed recently a lot of tamarind balls are just a lot of sugar with no pulp and no uh, just basic seeds and I'm like, from my childhood memory, that is not tamarind balls. Mm-hmm. Tamarind balls has got the pulp, it's got the seeds, it's got the flesh on the seeds, rolled in sugar, minimum amount of sugar. So when I started doing stuff, I wanted to do tamarind balls because I couldn't find the ones I wanted. So I said, oh, I know, I can create my own. So I started flavoring and putting them together. The first few were a little bit watery. Went, okay, we continue doing it. So eventually, we do have some of the best tasting tamarind balls on the market. Wow. It's full of pulp. It's got the tamarind sauce in it, and it's absolutely wonderful. I'm totally clueless. What is a tamarind ball? That's why I was sitting here like, what's a tamarind ball? It is a medicinal fruit. It's got a cracked shell. In, inside, you've got pulp, and a seed covers it. It can be sour. It can be sweet. And you can mix the two of them, and you've got an amazing fruit. We mm. use it for desserts. People do it in Indian cooking a lot. You have a lot of tamarind sauces on their food. But when you do it in a tamarind ball, West Indian style, with a little bit of pepper, it is amazing. 
Mm. So that's what we started doing. Yeah. They grow all over Mexico also. So we have tamarindo and all kinds of wonderful treats. And it is just like she said, sticky and pulpy and delicious. It can be citrusy and really tart. It's beautiful. You go in for a treat. We'll yes. get you some. You are going. I'm going to bring you ones that are on the market, and then I'm going to bring you Mom's Kitchen's NYC zone, and you're going to notice the Ooh, difference. Oh, taste test. Yes, we're definitely mm. doing a taste test. Where'd the name Mom's Kitchen? I'm a, I think I know, but where'd the name Mom's Kitchen come from? You do know the name. When we first started, I didn't have a kitchen in my apartment, and so I went up to my mom's kitchen. I used to do all my baking, all the cookies and stuff were done in her kitchen. And we were looking for a name. It was like, you're in Mom's Kitchen. All the eyes went back and forth. Well, mom's kitchen. <laughs> and they said, my brother said, oh, that's a lot of um, Europeans do mom's kitchen. They'll think you're in Europe. NYC. Mom's kitchen's NYC. And then it was like, oh, but you're doing other moms are going to be working with you. So there's more than one kitchen. Mom's kitchen's NYC. Nice. That's, that's how the name came about. Oh, that was great. That's <laughs> genius. Great. But definitely because of my mom and her, her allowing me to use her kitchen. It started with Mom's Kitchens, so it was great. So did you do a lot of treats for just friends and family and neighbors before you um, had your business? Well, that started off doing just that with friends and neighbors, but also we went into hairdressing salons. We like to give their clients breakfast in the morning, so we used to do a lot of muffins and cookies for them in the morning. Nail salons is how we started. But from the way, way, way back, we've, I've always been baking, as I mentioned. I do a lot of baking, and... No matter what I did, I was a flight attendant for quite a few oh, years. Wow. I was a facilities manager for a few years. I was Miss Barbados USA for a few you years. Miss Barbados, <laughs> are you? there she wow. is, Miss Barbados. Oh yes, so we, we've had a quite a, a varied history. Well, whatever we've done in the past, it always came back to baking. Baking was always a weekend thing. It was an evening thing. It was creating new recipes and figuring out what works best. Taking my grandmother's recipes and just tweaking them a little bit to bring them up to modern day standards. And so I've always done that. I went into facilities management for close to 20 years, and I also used to do baking for them, but it was never me. It was always my cousin baking. Mm. I was more facilities manager, business person. Oh, I don't bake. At least my coworkers never knew I actually did the baking. It was always <laughs> my cousin baked. But they enjoyed it. So it was good to get great feedback without them knowing who actually did all the baking. So we used to do that. And then when tough times happened, we you know, got laid off. It's like, okay, what next? Do we go and start another job, or do we do what we do best? We decided, let's give it a shot. We have the time and energy. Let's give it a shot now. So we started baking. And right before we were about to launch in 2016, my mom and I were in a T-bone accident. Mm. It was quite harrowing. And you know, we got pinned against the wall. The smoke's coming up. So it was quite a really tough time. And then we came out of the hospital a day later. And it was a matter of, am I still supposed to do this? I was going to launch on the 17th. The accident happened on the 14th. Wow. Mm. It was like, do I continue to do this? Do I do this? And crying, I got up that day, and I said, this is the 17th. I'm going to do something. Crying, my back is in pain. I'm in pain, but I'm going to do something. So I made some cookies that day through the tears. <laughs> but I said, okay, I'm going to continue because I'm supposed to do This is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it. So even though we were in pain and going through uh, therapy every, every week, started doing some baking and we would do it and give it out to friends and testing recipes and as that grew and grew it was like okay what is the next step and we were on our way to therapy one morning and my brother texted me and said oh I think you need to look at this so as I'm closing the door I looked at what he's texting me and it was from Jamaica from the Queens Library they were doing a program launching an incubator at the Queens Library mm. and as I'm reading all the requirements and what they were offering I started to cry to the pain I like this is the next step. 
this is what was missing. Mm. And so on the way to therapy in the bus, I'm filling out the application because on, as it happens, that was the last day to send in the application. Oh, wow. So I filled it out, and I'm like, this is, this is it. I'm praying as I go along and filled it out. The young lady texts me a couple of days later and said, you're accepted. You're the first one we're going to accept into this first program. So I was their first person, their first interview, and I was one of their first students accepted into the program, which was great. Jamaica Feast program. Ah. So that was absolutely well. So that was the start of actually becoming Mom's Kitchens NYC, making it official and getting everything done. Wow. So then you had a commercial kitchen space to work in. Correct. They were actually doing, going to have a kitchen space at the Jamaica Queens Library, but things have changed. It hadn't quite gotten to that. But we got all the basics, all of the, you know, the, the foundation to ensure that we could be successful as we went on. Because many folks are doing business, but they don't have the foundation. And when it gets to the point where they can actually grow, they can't because their foundation is not very solid. So this was a great way to get our foundation done. It helps us with all of our registrations, all of the paperwork. It was absolutely wonderful. And it also pointed to me that this was the reason I had to continue. Because if I had stopped when I was in pain, I never would have seen this as an opportunity that it actually was. So it was a great, great launching for us to do that. And we also created more recipes as we went along during the program. It was an 11-week program. It was absolutely wonderful. Great instructors, great lesson plans, put and us on the right track. Did they actually help you with packaging and labeling and learning how to do that stuff? Because that's, that's difficult as well. Correct. If you're not sure what it is, if you're doing a lot of home baking and you're doing it for your family and friends, you don't need to have packaging and labels and nutrition and all, that good, all the other information that's required. So yes, they, they taught us what needs to be done and they showed us what works best. And even during class, we brought in items you know, so folks can taste. You got a lot of feedback from people who are actually doing the same thing you're doing. Yeah. So that was actually a great program. I'm so sorry it has it stopped now. Mm. Pandemic came along and a lot of things changed. And I was going to ask that question, like the pandemic hit. So you're like on a roll and you're baking and you're doing things. And then March full 2020. Full stop. Total really? full stop. You're watching the news. We were doing a lot of night markets. We did a lot of food festivals. The mm -hmm. first year, we are like, oh, this is going to be our year because we are ready to go. We had yeah. our test launches. We've done markets. So we're going to do this is going to be the year. Full stop. Oh. Watching the news, wondering what to do next. Where do we go? Because there are no more food markets. There are no more night markets. There are no farmer's markets. Everything is totally stopped. And we started talking to the other moms. And it was like, hmm, what do we do best? We cook and we bake. Okay, that's what we're going to do. So we hooked it with QCP, Queen's Center for Progress, yeah. and we told them what we wanted to do. And they said, yes, we would greatly appreciate it. So every Friday, during the height of the pandemic, every Friday, we cooked for 140 people. Oh, that's cool. Wow. So we did nine of their houses. We cooked for all of them, and we had full food, uh, appetizer, dinner, salads, and all the sweet stuff. We had that hot is fish balls. Wonderful connection. They're just such an amazing group. That just gave me goosebumps. That's wonderful. Oh. And that's that's our, our favorite charity. That's what we go. We start off every year with them, QCP, even the fine that's foods. Right. We always give back with them. We start with them at the beginning of the year, and we end with them at the end of the year. Wow. And so we said that's what we do best. So we started baking and cooking for them every Friday. And then we found other organizations that needed assistance. And we partnered with them, and we did what needed to be done. Instead of sitting and watching the news and getting all concerned and Crazy. We said, right. let's do what we do best. Right. So we did. And that partnership continues still like three so years later? Yes. We're still working with them. Uh, special occasions, we do send over items. And especially on Mother's Day, you know, different occasions, we do that. 
but it was a great partnership, and we're looking forward to doing QCP. This is uh, next 28th of February. They're doing the Evening of Fine Foods at Terrace on the Park, and we will be there. That's fantastic. Uh, fantastic. What, what is your favorite thing to bake? I know, Everett, like, Lauda, you're a chef, and you probably have a favorite. What is your favorite item to bake? If you could, if you could bake one thing for six months and nothing else, what would it be? I have two items, actually. Here's an here's interesting story. I've never eaten brownies. I've never eaten brownies. I don't know, but I knew what brownies were. I've seen them, but it just never made any sense to me. What's a cake and a cookie? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I was shopping uh, in New York City with my, with my, person, my partner who works with me and her, ne- her niece. I know she's a very short child, so we were in Chinatown, and she saw at the bottom of a shelf a 12-square baking pan. Said, Auntie, look at this. I looked at it. I don't know why I needed it, but I needed to get that pan. I said, okay, I'm going to take the pan. Bought the pan, took the pan home, and stuff I don't know what to do with. I put them on the shelf, and I watched them day by day by day. It'll come to me. I know it's going to come to me. I said, okay, you've never eaten brownies. You don't know what brownies are, but yeah, that's the first thing we're going to do. We're going to make brownies from scratch. So I didn't have any idea what brownies are supposed to taste like. But I know I'm going to make brownies, so I went through quite a few recipes, looked at what I thought would make sense, and I found the ones that this makes sense to me, even though I've never eaten brownies. And I made brownies, and they were some of the best brownies. Ah. <laughs> and we added brownies to the menu. Wow. Now we have 32 flavors of brownies. <laughs> I love the way all of the ideas and stories develop in this world. This yeah. is so incredible. So, Tress, where are you guys Right now, where can people find your products? Are you just online? Are you in some stores? We're working to get into some stores. Currently, we are online. We are on Mom's Kitchens NYC. And if you do at Mom's Kitchens with M-U-M-S, Kitchens with an S, NYC, you will find us across all social media. We were blessed to be able to have the same name across everything. Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, your Mom's Kitchens NYC. Is there... um a certain order that gets ordered the most? What do people order the most from you guys? Brongies. It's, <laughs> it's that, that pan on the bottom exactly. shelf that made its way it's into your life. Yes, brongies are our favorite. And, of course, our grandmother's recipe, the coconut raisin bread, <gasps> which is really, really f- amazing, which I bought some for you to taste today, so we get to taste that oh, this afternoon. wait. And we also added a savory dish because we want to do night oh. markets, and night markets work best with food. So we wanted to do that. We said, what could we add to make our menu more pliable to everyone? And my brother said, codfish balls. Why don't you use grandma's recipe? Okay, so grandma's recipe is done for family. So we need to add a little bit more spices and get it all working. So we added codfish balls. And then we said, okay, so it needs a little bit something else. And, you know, you keep thinking about what to do and what to add to it to make it really night market ready. So we added a slap your mama coleslaw. (laughs) Creamy awesome. country. Another, another <laughs> recipe we pulled. See, up. I'm 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 on board with this. <laughs> pulled up another recipe and we we tweaked that a bit also. Still missing something. What else could we add? And then we said, oh, it needs a sauce. So then we went out and we started creating a sauce. So we have a mango pineapple dipping sauce, oh. which we created and we tweaked quite a bit. And then we said, oh, a little bit of liquor. So we have a bourbon mango pineapple dipping sauce or a limoncello mango pineapple dipping sauce which will all be available at Queen's Night at uh, QCP on 
February 28th for Eden of Fine Foods. This is really exciting, too, for me now because I was looking at the dipping sauces and I wondered if you dipped brownies in them. I had no idea what we dipped. So Someone, <laughs> someone actually dipped coconut raisin bread into them and thought it was the best thing oh, ever. Oh, wow. I'm like, okay, that's something new. So I, I mean, can it's add each person's too. palate and whatever, is, whatever sparks your interest in food mixes. But I can see it with the cod balls, cod fritters. That sounds so oh, good. It goes, it goes great with pork also. And oh, goes yeah. As a sandwich spread, it is amazing. It has a nice flavor. It's got the sweet, the sour, a little bit of pepper. So can people buy those by the jar as well? Yes, they can buy ah. them by the jars. And we do catering. We actually we do codfish balls. We do catering. We put a nice bowl, a nice bottle of the sauce, depending on what they want. If they want a liquor, if they work, maybe no liquor, just straight up. If it's a party in the house, then we could definitely add some liquor to it and have a nice side of uh, bourbon, mango, pineapple dipping sauce. Codfish balls and slap your mama's yeah. coleslaw. coleslaw. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Oh. So the codfish balls are savory. They've got the potato and a little bit of spices, and then you add the crunch, creamy, crunchy coleslaw, which is cool. Then we add the dipping sauce, which is hot. So you get this sweet, savory, spicy, hot. It's, it's an amazing dish. It does sound amazing. Folks love it. It sounds and the greatest thing is we actually fry them on site, so you're not okay. eating cold, warmed up codfish balls. Right, that's that's important yeah. because yes. the food is so good. Of course, it's better when it's really hot and like it's fresh. Uh, and that when that aroma hits you, it is amazing. You got the codfish balls, you got the slap your mama coleslaw, and the spicy dipping sauce. This is how you can tell that a product is really good because we're using all of our senses. <laughs> we're, we we're listening, are. we're smelling, we're we looking, are. and yes. tasting. Oh, yes. And we're getting excited just like <laughs> listening to the yeah. description of yes. it. it. It is amazing. And my mom does all the shredding, so all the codfish is shredded by hand. Ah. So you, all the bones come out, so you have never... If you find a bone, you get an extra codfish ball. <laughs> or we get to call mama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you do. That's always. Oh, we said. Oh, we were looking for that particular bone. Thank you for finding <laughs> it. Thank you. Here's a free codfish bone. Thank you for turning that in. So Thank you. What could Queen's Chamber do for Mom's Kitchen NYC? Well, the next step for Mom's Kitchen NYC is to get our products onto shelves. We want to get some store shelves. That is our next big thing. So we're working on our nutritional labels. We're working on our packaging. It's our next step, and then we want to get into commercial kitchen and get onto store shelves. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. That's something we want to do because we think our product should be shared and enjoyed by many. Yes. Again, a, a, quite a great cross-section now across the USA. And it, it travels a bit, whether people come and buy and take it back to their homes with them. So it, it gets around the world. Do you ship nationally? We ship uh, New York City and a few other states. Okay. Yes. Okay. We do want to get national. That's, like that's Barbados and oh Barbados always gets taken home you know it's like taking sand to the beach. <laughs> the recipes were created in Barbados, but my father, my brother, and my cousins and friends come up to New York, buy stuff when they're up here on vacation, and take it back home. I'm like, guys, you're taking sand to the beach. <laughs> I, love it. I love it, but it's delicious. <laughs> sand. It's delicious, yes, yes, delicious. Yes. It's the best sand. It's the best sand. We are so very proud of what we've created and what we continue to create. We, always, we started with one item, tamarind balls, then coconut raisin bread. Now we're up to 32 brownies. And we've gone depth into our products. So you've got coconut raisin bread with or without raisins. We have banana bread with or without raisins, with or without chocolate, with or without nuts, zucchini bread. Then we went to the vegan section. So we have quite a few. Custom. It's custom. Yes. It to your tastes. So you always have some that someone likes. Oh, I don't like nuts, but we have one without nuts. I don't like raisins. We have some without raisins. And we also have cookies. We started our cookie line. So we've got oatmeal cookies, oatmeal raisin, oatmeal raisin coconut. 
you've got chocolate with it, you've got nuts with it. So you have varieties of different things, and we are so very proud of everything we created. And we keep thinking about new things, you know. We listen, we learn, we observe. We say, oh, hmm, what else can we add to make this extra special? We were out for almost a year. We had an operation on our hands, both two operations on our hands. We were out for almost a year, and no one waits for you. Everyone pretty much filled the space while we were out, and we're like, okay, so how do we come back and we knock it out the park again because we got to be unique and different? Back to the recipe book again. Oh, hmm. Savory paradise pie. What can we do with that? Apple cinnamon paradise pie. What can we do with that? So back to the drawing board, and we started again, and we got red and green apples of various sizes and tastes. Crunched them up, got some cinnamon dough, mixed it together, and we created a savory with a ham, cheddar, six cheeses, or we've got pepperoni, and those are our new creations because we got to keep up because folks took your space. Oh, I want some of that. <laughs> so we added, we had to keep, got to keep innovating, got to keep, yeah. keep everything fresh yeah. and keep going. So those are our new, our new additions to our menu. Is there an item that's not on your menu? Because now it sounds like you have like 30 something plus items. Is there a menu, is there an item that you've been thinking about that you haven't put on the menu that you'd like to put on? Great question. Yes, I have been, but I'm not going to share with you yet because oh. it's still in production. <laughs> it's going to be a cookie. We, we have an, a new item on the shelf looking at us, looking at it, trying to figure out what works best for it. We did a small test run, but it didn't imprint properly, so back to the drawing board. Okay. We're going to hopefully get it together by QCP's even a fine food event on the 20th and have something special. We like to present something new and innovative at that event every year. So that's okay. where we start our new products. It's you know, this testing is, ground. This is so profound because I've had a lot of mentors over the year tell me things like you need that period of silent observation where you're just looking at it and you come back to it and you look over and over. And you've been describing that a lot here. I think that's really amazing. Exactly. Because you you, you, it calls to you. You don't know what you're going to do with it yet. Right. But you know there's something about that you need to do. So I buy it, I get it, and I put it on the shelf. I see a product in the supermarket. I'm not sure what to do with it yet. I, I'll buy it, I'll put it on the shelf, and I literally watch it. And it will, come to, it will come to you as you're doing stuff, you're observing, you're listening to the news, you're listening to radio, you're going to different markets. You'll see and say, oh, I can do this with that, but that's so basic. Maybe we could add something else to it, and we can add this, and that's how things get created. Yeah, and it's like letting the path unfold in front of you. Right. It's amazing. And also we always go back to our grandma's recipes, and it's always something in there you can always find. You right. know, it's a great. And over the years, aunts and uncles have added to the book, so we have different ideas of what can be. And once in a while you pull something out, you know, when you need a, a vegetable dish or a zucchini bread. My mom has zucchinis for, for lunch every Sunday. So, hmm, zucchini, what can we do with zucchini? People do green zucchini. Oh, let's add yellow and green zucchini and maybe an orange and a zucchini bread. And the bread is colorful and beautiful and moist. Banana bread came about. My mom has a banana every morning. Oh, banana. Hmm. What can we do with the banana bread? Again, let's do basic banana. Everyone does basic bananas. So we can do bananas with chocolate or bananas with walnuts, macadamia nuts, and pecans with a strudel on top. Mm. So it's amazing. So, yes, things come to you as you give them time to breathe and to grow. Giving it time. That's right. Which is a perfect segue to tasting time. Tasting time. <laughs> tasting time. <laughs> today, today I bought for you. Oh, my goodness. I'm we so excited. Got, we have got our brownie towers, which are a great favorite for folks who are trying to do an event and they want to have favors. We also bought our tasting bags. So we have different tasting bags within it. And we bought, of course, 
nothing goes without having our grandmother's coconut raisin bread. Uh, that's so going to be that good. must be had. That's going to be good. All right. I think we should do it. Yeah. I think you should. So oh, it's here in front of us. There's some beautiful treats in front of us. This looks amazing. I can see it without glasses on. <laughs> Colorful, definitely. It is. So Trans, you, you tell have, us what we have here. So you have our rangi towers, which are usually five rangis. You can have them all the same, or you can have them assorted. And you also have our treat bags, which is usually filled with rangis, cookies, and breads. You have our They're mini. Really beautiful. You have our mini gift box, which has twelve minis of breads, whether it's all the same or different or assorted. And then you have our individual brangis. So you've got a straight up. Don't call me plain. People say, oh, it's a plain brangi. Uh, <laughs> no, it is not plain brangi. It's a straight up brangi, which happens to have nothing on top of it. Don't call brangi. me plain. <laughs> Don't call me plain. Do not call me plain. Oh, my goodness. Then we have our nutty brangi bites, which is topped with Ferrari Rocher chocolate. Oh. Uh, we have our smoky, sultry walnut, which is a smoky walnut, toasted walnut. We also have our double pecan topped. So you have whatever's on top is usually inside the brownie. So you've got mixed nuts inside. And then you also oh have our Ario double stuffed brownie. So the brownie you're tasting is the straight up, don't call me plain. Oh that is gosh. the basic brownie that we started with. So this is what you're talking about. And the, this is, the texture is amazing. It's not okay. just any kind of brownie. Correct. And these chocolates are mm. quite a mixture. We never just say, oh, we're going to throw some chocolate in there and call it done. It's always a mixture of chocolates, the sweet and the bitter, depending on the, the strength of the bitter, and we kind of mix and match so we found the right combination. That is really good. And to have a little bit of that topping, too. That, that is amazing. really good. I would never call this plain. That one is brilliant. Yes, I cannot call it plain. It's oh not plain gosh. at all. And our oh, favorite, our favorite. delicious. Our favorite brangi is also going to be our nutty brangi uh, bite. That's your... This is our signature brownie. Okay, this is the signature favorite. And it's here. got okay. the gold. My and fingers are all covered in chocolate already. You've got the gold Ooh. and golden hearts and stars on top of it. And inside, you've also got chops of the Ferrari shit chocolate inside. Oh my goodness. Okay, here we go. Mmm. Mmm. Mm -hmm. Same brownie, but has a different flavor and more intense. You Straight can't up. tell it's the same at yeah. all. It's completely different. Mm. It's delicious. I really like that, too. What's on top of this one? The Ferrero Rocher. Ferrer, top of Ferrer Ferrer Rocher. Rocher chocolate top. Oh, oh. that is so good. Mm. And uh, people actually I'm put getting, stuff. I'm still getting flavors. flavors. Correct, yeah, it's correct, still correct, coming. Correct, correct. Uh, yeah, that's really good. We layer the cinnamon? flavors. Yes. We ah. layer the flavors <laughs> as we go down to so it. So good. It all depends on how you bake it and how you put it together. The flavors come out one after each other. Oh, this is sultry brownie. Yes, the smoky, sultry <gasps> walnut. Oh, my gosh. So this one has got nuts in it. That cinnamon hits on the back end and stays. It is delicious. Yes. That nutty brownie bite. That's my favorite. That's, so that's, our, that's our signature brownie, so you're in the right that's company. So, good. <laughs> yes. so now you're trying our so smoky, sultry smoky walnut. Sultry. Smoky, sultry. Yeah, so it's, it's smoky in the walnuts and it's silky and sultry mm. in the brownie going down. It is smoky. Yes. Do you smoke them yourselves? Yeah, we have. Mm. We, we bought the nuts and we get, we get them nicely smoked. Yes. I love to smoke everything. I, I got made fun of once at a restaurant that I owned in Santa Fe. Because I would smoke everything, and we smoked mm. capers for an appetizer. Amazing. I am so into it. These mm. smoked walnuts are delicious. Yes. They are fire. Uh, 
Yes, and the thing about it's it is really that good. it's also the Very same subtle. basic basic brownie, but we've added different things to it and different toppings. Wow. We have a salted bourbon caramel that we bought for you also. <gasps> Ooh. That's in our towers. Oh, man. The tower is being unleashed. The tower is beautiful. Now, is. I want to go back to something that Tress said. I don't know if we said that on the air, that purple indicates nutty. I notice all you guys are in purple right now, and I'm oh, not. Wow, is there yes. something about this purple that we should discuss? I, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Purple's always been my favorite color, you know, purple. And it's like, obviously, what are we going to use for our colors when we do our company? Our purple. And then, you know, purple is royalty. It's got a yes. richness to yeah. it. Richness in color. It photographs well. It looks really good. And it also indicates nuts, you said. Yes. On your breads. When we're doing items and we're sending them out, we usually like to do yellow for breads if they have nothing in them. Yellow is usually a very straight color. Mm -hmm. If it has nuts or uniqueness to it, we'll add purple to it. And our signatures are usually have some red, like our coconut raisin bread today has red. So you know that's what it is. That is so wow. good. Yeah, that's delicious. I mean, I hate to choose favorites. I don't think you're supposed to, but this nutty, nutty brownie bite. You've, you've, you've got to try the salted bourbon caramel. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. So this Let's one has got bourbon in it. This is the one you could dip into the bourbon sauce, too, if you wanted, I think. If you wanted really? to. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's got bourbon. So this is a salted bourbon caramel. Ooh. We bake it with bourbon inside of it. When it comes out nice and hot, we roll it again so it stays and this around. one is silvery. Yes. So we can distinguish it between the salted caramel, which doesn't have mm. bourbon. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So you want to make sure that the little kitties or no one who is under 21 gets to taste the salted bourbon caramel. So we make them mm. silver. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's strong and delicious. It has a kick to it, but it's amazing. And it's it has so a kick. creamy. And it, it is, is. is salt. So we rolled it, in car- so rolled it in the bourbon when it comes out of the oven. And then we punch a hole to the top. <laughs> And pour bourbon in. Pour bourbon inside and some warm caramel. I so got it, the bourbon. <laughs> some warm caramel inside and salted caramel so it gets inside. And you have I a salted it. bourbon caramel. I love that. With silver topping to make sure we know silver has the liquor. And the goal is just straight oh. salted caramel. So we are very particular about how we do our things to make sure that folks don't get what they don't want. Right. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we, we know just by I'm what they are. too much. Wow. I really like that one. Trish. Thank that you. Was Potent and delicious. Yes, really, so that's, really that's, yummy. Oh, that's the over 21 mm. brownie. Over wow. 21 brownie. Over 21 brownie. That's How definitely. incredible. And then our salt, I mentioned our salted caramel has the gold topping on top, so we know it doesn't have any liquor in it. Liquor free. Yes. Now, which of these breads was this signature bread? I am really excited about that as well. We have got the old bread. recipe. This is our old recipe, our grandma's oh, coconut raisin bread. These are our minis. I know you enjoy the minis, right? Wow. You ready for some of this? this I've been looking forward to this. do that. I hate to unwrap the beautiful wrapping. It's just so nicely done. It is, it is, oh, it is. Oh, it's so pretty. We totally knocked out this nutty brownie bite. It's completely gone. Let's move the smoky really good. things. What was your favorite, Jeff? What's your favorite so far? Oh, I think it's that salted bourbon caramel. <laughs> uh, here's another, here's so another fun note. I don't drink. Ah. I've never tasted it. You've never you tasted, tasted the brownie. I've never tasted any of the liquor brownies. I have a lot of tasters who are quite happy to help me. <laughs> uh, one of my best tasters <laughs> is a young lady that came with me this ah, afternoon. Tell us, who, tell us who this person is. She's not looking this way at the moment. Let's get her attention. <laughs> Why we do that, I'm going to taste this. Yes. So our best taster is Hazel. She does all the tasting for me. So mm. Hazel knows exactly. She tells me. What needs to be done? Oh, 
she knows what needs to be done. Well, it's amazing because it's sweet and savory at the same time and can go in either direction, I feel like. So this is Hazel. Say hi, Hazel. Hi, hi. how you doing? Hello. I'm Hazel. I'm her roadie slash taste tester. Taste tester. <laughs> Are you the bourbon taste tester, Hazel? <laughs> no, I'm also the driver, so I'm not answering that. <laughs> I, got, I just got the bourbon, and it is incredible. Absolutely. It's one of my favorites, but um, she can't go wrong with any of her flavors. I, um, every time I come out, she's like, hey, taste, taste this. I'm like, yeah. It's the best part of my job. I think being taster for this would be amazing. (laughs) All of the ideas that keep coming and coming, you have to taste all the time. We have got an amazing carrot cake we added to the menu. And Miss Hazel said add some rose rose to to the icing. So we've got a carrot cake that has got rose icing on top of it. It is the most amazing carrot cake. It sounds, I don't think I've ever had that combination before. Nobody's doing that. It is absolutely Unique. glorious, and I'm campaigning for her to have that in the, in the Easter lineup coming up. Oh. I've been campaigning hard. <laughs> and the thing about Hazel is Hazel has tasted everything that comes out of the kitchen before it gets to the customers wow. or the clients. Hazel tastes everything. As I mentioned, I'm not a drinker, so Hazel gets to taste everything that I'm not sure about. I have a couple of neighbors who love me because I always say, oh, I've got some food to taste. Can you please give it a shot? And they're like, yes, Is this definitely. too strong? <laughs> exactly. And Nobody the feedback. Yes. No, no, of course no, not. No. The feedback has been amazing because folks are so one to be helpful and to know, to know what I'm trying to do. And they're trying to help me with my growth. And so they're more than willing to help me taste items that I'm not, I don't taste because I'm not a drinker. So for me, it, it's all going to be strong. But I need someone who's right. aware of it, who knows about what's happening. Right. And who obviously has a good palate for that. Right. Amazing palate. This young lady has got flavor profiles in her tongue. Wow. <laughs> wow. I thank you. Thank you. I enjoy this job. It's really awesome. The best at this. That bread. Bread is. Right. So, <laughs> so good. good. So this is the signature bread. This is our grandmother's recipe. Wow. Tweaked, just minor tweaks. But this is the basic bread that's been gone down through, I want to say, years and years and years through many generations. It's incredible, too, because it seems like it would be a little bit dense, but it isn't once you have it you know, all in your mouth. It's, it's incredible, and the flavors are so amazing. Correct. And then, we, again, when you put stuff together, you, know, you take your time and you, you fold everything in. It's never a rush, and everything right. is done by hand. So you don't have a machine making this big stuff. Mm. And, you know, so we've kept the original recipe from our, when our grandmother did, well, my grandmother did and my mom's mom. We did it. Uh, so that's it, an interesting point, too, because in thinking um, ahead about a commercial kitchen, you might have to scale up into larger batches. That would be interesting to move from just hand mixing to machine mixing. How do you that, feel about that? That's one of our concerns. You know, we don't want to change the quality of what, we, what we're starting to build, and we don't want to lose the history that's attached to it. You know, right. folks always want to change stuff to make it more economical, but most stuff are done by small batches, so it has got the creativity behind it. It's handmade, and we test everything before it goes out into the market. Mm, and it's really rooted in history and in time history, and space. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So wow. tell our listeners again where they can find you so they can get attached to Mums Kitchens NYC. So... We are at www.mumskitchensk-i-t-c-h-e-n-s-n-y-c.com. So it's mumskitchensnyc.com. And as mentioned earlier, if you do at mumskitchensnyc across all social media, we will pop up. Uh-huh. We are in New York. 
not in Europe. So you can reach <laughs> out to us. We do curbside pickup. We do also do shipping. And everything can be custom to some extent, color-wise. Mm. We will go out of our purple and yellow if you need some other color. <laughs> but we will throw at least one purple and yellow <laughs> in there, which would, be for, which would be for the person who actually ordered. <laughs> so we will do that. And we are currently doing food markets, night markets, farmers markets. And great. we're looking forward to doing Governor's Island this year. Oh, we great. applied two years ago. We weren't quite ready yet, but I think this year is going to be our year. We're going to be ready to do it. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And if you get, we've done Food Network uh, down at Pier for two years now, and hopefully this will be our third year doing it. And we have such a blast with them. We've done one year, one day, second year, two days. This year being the third year we do it, hopefully, we get to do all three days. And that is an amazing experience. We get to see and learn and taste everything. And folks get to know who we are. They get to taste our products and they get to see who we are as a person and get to talk to us about what we do and what we want to do. Is that televised? Some parts of it are. Okay. But we are not famous enough yet to be televised, but that's another goal. Are you getting there? Oh, we're getting there. there. Yeah, you're getting there. So good. The product is so amazing. It is is an amazing product. This has been great. We've enjoyed this. Immensely, immensely. Tress, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners about any products or about the company? Well, as I mentioned, we are a family-owned business. We are run by my mom, my cousin, and some other friends that help us do the different things that need to be done. I've got a wonderful taste tester, as you just met her, Hazel. And we are looking to continue to grow, to continue to bring good products into the neighborhood and be able to be a force within our neighborhood to ensure that we are helping others as we go along. We have quite a few of the companies that we mentioned. QCP is one of our favorite charities. We also work with Senator Comrie. We work with South Queens Women's Initiative. Mm-hmm. Just we are there to offer what we can offer in the form that we can offer it in. And they'll be able to offer our time all the time or Monday. We can definitely offer our products because we know they're good and they make a difference. You know, they're great for raffles. They're great to yes. giveaways. They make great favors. And the taste is phenomenal. I'm not slightly biased in my product, but I think I have some of the best products on the market. I enjoy eating them. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, that's so amazing. So good. So good. Thank you. I'm so wow. glad you're enjoying them. Thank this you. has been absolutely wonderful. Thank you very much for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. Lauda, your closing thoughts? Well, I say support your local entrepreneurs, support your local restaurants, and stay adventurous. Exactly. And peace and love. And to, oh, slide into our DMs. That's right. Oh, that's I love right. that term, slide into the slide DMs. Slide into the DMs right. so we know, Let what, us know you're, what you're eating, know what you're eating and, and who you might want us to interview next. Correct. And you can see all this stuff. you got to have some of it. Thank you. Thank you. This My absolute pleasure. I'm so glad you're enjoying the products. Yeah. Till next time.